CJ Kinney for Esoterica, a short feature which delves into the realms of the extraordinary. And today I'd like to tell you a story, but it's in two parts, part one today and part two on next week's Esoterica. So be sure to tune in to find out what happened, as I do love a cliffhanger. So now, come with me back to 1935. It was then that my grandmother, all perfectly manicured fingernails and stylishly coiffed strawberry blonde hair, was wheeled into a hospital delivery room, pregnant with a second child, her first was my mother, ready to greet the world. Her second husband, my grandpa Herman, was annexed to the Stork Club, as it was known, a waiting room on the maternity ward set aside for expectant fathers to nervously await the birth of their children amid clouds of cigarette smoke. It may surprise you, but back then, smoking was allowed everywhere, and dads-to-be allowed nowhere, at least not near a delivery room. A few years before this event, my grandmother, whom we all called Gaga, had watched from shore as her first husband, handsome, young, strong, courageous, was drowned by the autumn gray waters of Long Island Sound. Daddy Don had tried to save a friend, but instead they both died claimed by the sea beside which I would later spend the summers of my youth. And so it was that Gaga some years later remarried, and later still found herself giving birth to her second child, my aunt, who would live for just one day. The birth was difficult for Gaga, and her recovery from the near-fatal delivery prevented her from seeing her new daughter. But Grandpa Herman did, and he held his dying baby for a time before she passed. I was born in 1968. Grandpa Herman, as the story goes, thought I looked exactly like the baby they'd lost on that sad day 34 years prior, and so he took a special interest in me, once asking Gaga if she thought that perhaps God hadn't sent me twice. And after all, I was born against the odds a bit. Thanks in large part to the Supreme Court ruling in Griswold v. Connecticut in 1965, the legal use of birth control was finally a reality to the great relief of prolific mothers like mine, and my parents enthusiastically utilized no less than three forms of it to hold their family steady at five children. But I arrived anyway, a pretty healthy number six, with a stubborn streak. But what they wouldn't know until I was a bit older was that I was almost completely blind in my left eye, the work of a tiny protozoan by the name of Toxoplasmosa, picked up sometime while I was in utero. About a third of the world's population harmlessly carry this bug, but babies who contract it in the womb lack a well-enough-developed immune system to defend against it, and so can spontaneously abort, be stillborn, make it to term, but with brain damage or other serious issues, or can arrive unscathed. Interestingly, about 70% of toxo-babies are boys, but I am here, neither brain-damaged nor a boy, and in spite of clever birth control attempts by two child-weary parents. I told you I was stubborn. And then there's that other interesting twist, looking so much like the baby my grandparents lost, so much so that my grandpa Herman visited me almost daily, so taken with my resemblance. During his frequent visits, he'd often admonish my mother to be careful with my care, which understandably annoyed her. I was her sixth child, after all, and by this time she was an undeniable childcare expert. Yet 
it might have been difficult to relinquish care of a baby he thought might somehow be his, even to an expert. Grandpa Herman lived for only three months after I was born, but I remember him attending many of my nightly baths long after he passed, leaning against the bathroom door jam, thinning hair combed over his head the way men who are losing their hair do. He'd keep vigil and smile. Until I was old enough to get it, I was corrected on the date of his death. I was always sure he died sometime after my sixth birthday or so. And here's where we'll have to stop, for now. Please join me next week for the conclusion of this piece. I'm C.J. Kinney for Esoterica. Thanks for listening. <laughs>